Hey friend, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. I'm Gabby Flater, a faith-led wife, mom of three, certified nutrition consultant, personal trainer, and passionate about changing lives. I know how frustrating it can be to navigate the health and wellness world. You want to be motivated to prioritize your well-being and wish you were more educated when it comes to cultivating a healthy home. Maybe you're a mom who's completely burnt out and needs a fresh perspective on life, or you're searching for a place to feel seen, heard, and encouraged in a godly manner. No matter if you're doing the dishes, getting your sweat on, or drinking reheated coffee while watching the kids play, there is always an opportunity for growth. If you are ready to finally take action about these desires and are ready to learn, grow, and transform your mind, then you are in the right place. It's time to establish deeper roots so you can enjoy a more fruitful and fulfilling harvest. Let's dig in. Hey friends, welcome to the Get Rooted in Health podcast. My name is Gabby and thanks so much for showing up. It has been a while. Hello, how are you? Oh, it just feels like it's been a whirlwind of a holiday season and I am back here sitting down to compose myself and come talk to you guys because I miss you guys and I miss chatting and um, it's time to get back to it, right? Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, all the things. Um, Yeah, so I'm going to catch you guys up on a little bit of life updates, but just wanted to let you know that in today's episode, we are going to cover how to approach the New Year with intention setting, and where you want your focus to be. I don't necessarily like to use the words resolutions or what are your goals because it's just super cliche and it, it. I'm not saying everybody has to have a goal. I think people should, with the new year, I think it's a great time to assess the prior year, what went well and what didn't. So to take time to reflect maybe have a new focus or set an intention. Uh, But I'm not saying that I feel that you need to have a massive resolution, New Year's resolution or some huge goal because that's not everyone's thing. It's not maybe where you're at right now in life. Uh, Everyone ebbs and flows in different seasons and we never know what each other is going through fully. And therefore shouldn't expect everyone to just be doing the same thing and oh yeah I just I don't want you to just set goals just to set it because it's just the new year and that's what everybody does that's just not a reason to do it you have to have a reason why so we're going to talk about how to approach that we're going to kind of recap um, our 2023 and some takeaways that I had from that from that year uh, things I learned um you know, just some highlights from our year. Uh, I had done a Christmas card this year, which I haven't mailed out a Christmas card. I don't even, I don't even know, maybe since (laughs) my first kid. You know, once social media just became the thing, it was like, well, everyone sees my pictures online. And then I just felt like old school this year. Like, I want to get back to sending mail because I love getting mail. And I think it's just super sweet. And especially the family members, like, They just love that kind of stuff, that generation. So I made it a point. I sent out like 70 cards. Um, 
and it was wonderful I loved it and so I was like you know what if I'm doing this I might as well send a letter so I recapped our year I went through all of our photos and I jotted down notes in my phone um, of things I wanted to highlight Um, and it was a really great and quick it didn't take that long I just used google photos and scrolled through each month and was like oh yeah I remember that I'm gonna jot that down and I just talked about it in the letter so we'll kind of recap a little bit of our 2023 and then just talk about how to tackle 2024 how to embrace it you know all the unknowns and uh just yeah share some new focuses of mine and where I'm at these days so uh we will get to that um but just wanted to catch you guys up on life we um I think I shared an episode of us traveling to Florida and all the things with that and we got back from Florida at the end of November just before uh you know a few days before December 1st had like a week where we needed it was like I needed a vacation from my vacation just needed like you know when you have four kids like everyone's off their rhythm uh just readjusting to the new schedule and sleeping and just yeah unpacking and not being on vacation mode so we had to kind of readjust to all of that so after that week then we got slammed with just sickness like it it was three weeks of ebb and flow sickness and it started with me not feeling well one random night I had it yeah just was strange super like chills we were out somewhere and I just didn't feel myself and then I was going to bed with like layers of clothes on and Alex is like it's not that cold I'm like I'm freezing I I don't know what's going on um I I, sometimes I was waking up in pools of sweat in the middle of the night it was just gross um fevers just headaches just felt dead to the world a couple days my kids started with one um so after me then it was like two days later my oldest just was on the couch all day and then he perked up the next day then the other my second born he was down and out for two days fever said his head hurt didn't have much of an appetite literally was like trying to feed him his food just to give him a little energy he had like no energy to lift up his arms (laughs) so I'm like feeding him dinner Uh, it was just crazy you know I'm used to like crazy high energy boys um my girls were taking extra long naps or sleeping extra in the mornings my boys were sleeping extra like it was strange coughs we had it was an entire respiratory thing and honestly I really wish it was just like a 24 48 hour stomach bug at this point reflecting back because it really just ate into my energy and just depleted me of like I wanted to have a slow I was like god I just you know what help me I just want a slow December I don't want a busy I just want to like cultivate some really sweet memories with my kids do a few things but I don't want to feel that I need to be busy and you know, I'm going to spread out my Christmas shopping here and just kind of like slowly get things and I'll get things wrapped, you know, um, you know, over time where it's not like this whole giant uh, party of wrapping, you know, one night or two nights in a row of getting it all done. And I just, I was like, really God, like, 
this was your idea of me having a slow December because we canceled so many plans. We couldn't go to a few things. Um, yeah, it just, it, it forced me to have a less busy, but yet I didn't have the energy to do much. Like my husband had to make dinner a couple nights because I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. And then I didn't even know what I felt like eating. Some of our kids weren't even eating much. And then, yeah, and it just really took a toll on our family. And I felt like really behind on Christmas things and shopping and I wanted to do cookies with my kids. And so we did one day when I felt like I think I have energy. They can do them. We're not sharing these with anyone. This is strictly just like for our home, for their pleasure, for the memory. It's So we did sugar cookie cutouts and I did the peanut butter kiss cookies and I was exhausted after that. And I'm like, wow, this really took a lot out of me. But the kids loved it and they, you know, and so that, you know, I just wanted to give them that. Um, so that was really awesome um, that we could still do that. But again, it just was like, I didn't have a ton of like joy and zest and energy to do all these things. And I was like, we're not frosting them today. We'll frost them tomorrow. I have no energy to do that. Rolling them out, cut, you know, cutting them out and helping you guys get them on the pan and baking them was like enough. Um, so yeah, that was it. I made two different kinds of cookies. (laughs) I had intentions of making others and that just didn't happen. And yeah, then we eventually were able to make it out as a family to the store to do one big shopping trip for people that we needed to still shop for. And we did a really good job and tackled a ton. I mean, I had done enough online shopping for a chunk but like still was not done and I was like on Etsy a couple days and on Amazon a couple days and oh then we went shopped at Fleet Farm and Costco and Michael's and just tackled the rest of our our gifts and just made it happen but I felt like not super in the joy of giving because I just my brain I couldn't enter into a ton because I was in survival mode of taking care of my kids and then I was just not myself for three weeks it impacted my running I literally was coughing I've hurt my back so bad because I've coughed so much I was just at the chiropractor today because I jacked up my upper back from coughing and blowing my nose and I think then just sleeping funny um with Estella when I you know I'm nursing her and all the things so I really thought like, I'm never going to run normal again. Like it just, it, there was a workout that I really, I tried to do and I quit. I couldn't do it. I couldn't finish it. I tried one day and I'm running at a snail pace for me, like my, my easy run pace. And my heart rate is like, if I'm running speed and I'm like, what is going on? And I tried doing a couple pickups And my body just felt like it was going to melt. And I'm like, well, I don't want to fall off this treadmill. So I made it through a few miles. And then I was like, forget it. This isn't isn't even worth it. So I took probably a solid five, six days off running. Even walking alone. When I got out for a walk one day, I was just, it induced so much coughing. And this respiratory stuff. I was doing all the natural things. We were taking all the vitamins, all the supplements, doing red light therapy, breathing treatments, all the things. And in the end, like, 
it just kept hanging on for me. I was blowing my nose. I was coughing a ton. I'd lay down at night. I'm coughing. I, I don't, I don't know. It just, it hit us. And, um, we were able to make it to our Christmas parties. We've had, we had no fevers, um, no headaches. The kids were doing fine. And like, I was feeling fine other than like just this coughing and my breathing just didn't feel normal. And I was blowing my nose. Um, and so I'm like, I'm not sick. Like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to get anyone sick. Uh, and then that was a Christmas party the weekend prior to actual Christmas. And then when we hit Christmas weekend, that's when it hit me again really hard. Like this came and went in waves. It's like it hit me three different times. And on Christmas Eve morning, I realized this, I'm not, this is not me sick. I'm not sick. There's something wrong. Like my, there was at one point during the week, my jaw hurt all of my face, like my bones and all my sinus cavities just hurt. They were sore to the touch, eating hurt. And I'm like, that's super strange. So on Christmas Eve morning, I realized this must be a sinus infection. I've never had one. And it hit me because my headache from the day before had not gone away. And I woke up again, headache, and I was done popping ibuprofen. I was like, it's not even helping I literally never take that stuff and I was like if I got a function I got I got to take something I can't I can't do this nothing natural is helping and so I I I googled sinus infection and I read all the symptoms and I'm like yep all of those are me great and I'm trying to have to try to get through the holidays and make it happen for my kids and I didn't want us to miss any of our Christmas Eve plans so here I am scrambling before all of our evening plans for Christmas Eve that morning trying to either get into a walk-in clinic nope they were all booked then I realized we can do virtual online all I need is just talk to a nurse who can get an order in for me so then we drove all the way back home which we didn't even have to do if I would have just thought of the online thing but this is how much I use doctors guys I was like oh yeah I forgot we could do this you know since 2020 these things that are available to us now anyway so I sat on hold for like an hour and I'm like trying to get things done trying to keep it together be calm Alex was like super helpful just trying to keep the kids like don't yell stop you know, being crazy, mom can't function, and I'm trying to like prep cinnamon rolls for Christmas Day morning so that they can rise overnight, and um, tying up loose ends for a few gifts for Christmas Eve, and just making sure the kids have their outfits because I was planning on like we're going if I can get antibiotics. So I finally got on a virtual call with a nurse. She hooked me up, nasal spray, antibiotics. Alex went and picked it up from Walgreens and I popped ibuprofen. I popped the antibiotics, nasal spray, and I took a nap for an hour, woke up and felt like, all right, we can do this. (laughs) So you guys know, you know me and this entire podcast, we are, you know, health, wellness, you know, we approach it, um, not band-aid, you know, fixing things. We, we try to do things as holistic and natural as possible. Um, but I'm thankful for modern medicine when it is needed because there was nothing else left for me to do. I even did the neti pot at home one time. Like nothing was 
doing it for me. So uh, upped my probiotics and took the antibiotics for about a week. I missed a few, few of them, but nasal spray, antibiotics. And I'd say I'm like 98% there. Like my upper back is still just messed up, but um, I can take deep breaths now uh, without coughing, um, but I still have a little bit of just phlegm and just, yeah, some stuff. But literally just, I was like, I can't even, I can't even sit down and talk on a podcast without hacking or blowing my nose or feeling just crummy. So we are in the light now. (laughs) We are out of that thick season of that. I'm grateful that we could get to our Christmas things, that we were out of the clear of like being contagious of sorts. Um, I was just miserable with what it had turned into me, for me. Um, I wish I would have caught on to it sooner because I probably was on the very, very high end of like, this is bad. It got bad Um, to the point of like, I couldn't even look at things without my head hurting, like driving places. And I had to put the hat over my eyes because I couldn't look at anything. Yeah. So that was our Christmas. Um, Christmas Day, we stayed home. We watched musicals on Christmas Day. So now that we have kids, we watch some, you know, more kid-friendly ones. And then when they go to bed, we... Um, usually watch a you know more of adult one so usually we'd plow through like four musicals when we didn't have kids or when like we had one and he was a baby but um, yeah it's different now so it's just something we've done ever since we've gotten married we've stayed home on Christmas day and we watch musicals we you know make our favorite foods and we just open gifts throughout the day we actually got to go on a two and a half mile walk on Christmas with our kids because it was nice out and we're like what are we gonna do with our kids all day um, and it, you know, just was great. So, um, that was a really good way to get some energy out and get some fresh air. So, um, yeah, we did, oh, so we did Frozen, the first one with our kids. And then we did Little Mermaid, just like the original. And then when they went to bed, we watched Dear Evan Hansen, um, which I was, that was pretty deep that was a deep musical I was I had really no idea what it was going to be about so um that was a deep one for Christmas time but it was good it was very well done um and it's on I think it's on Amazon and it was yeah good I would recommend so okay and then yeah we're into the new year here we are we are in 2024 so let's get right into today's topic of approaching you know things we learned in 2023 and approaching 2024 and like I said new year resolutions what are your goals I've learned to just ask people hey like do you have a new focus for this year or an intention or something you hope to accomplish um I try to like use different words because it kind of triggers different thoughts or emotions or um yeah it sparks good conversation. Um, and I'm one that you don't have to wait for January 1st to roll around in order to make your goals happen or your dreams or to pursue something or make it day one. You can make tomorrow day one. It doesn't matter. It could be, you know, July 27th, a random Wednesday, and you could be like, today's the day. It does not have to be January 1st or the first of any month like it that's not that is not what you should be waiting around for when it's time it's time and you take ownership 
and you start to make the decision and start taking the actions to achieve what you are setting out to achieve. So I read and heard that um, on a different podcast and then I was reading something um, that actually 8% of New Year's resolutions actually make it to the end of the year. Most people fall off in February and then in March. So they don't even make it through the first quarter of the year. So what does that tell you? (laughs) What does that tell you? Don't be waiting around just for January 1st, okay? 8% make it to the end of the year. So regardless of how your 2023 went, I want you just to think about all you've accomplished and what it has taught you. So in order for you to be able to take new action, you must be willing to look at the past and the things that worked and the things that didn't work. I mean, that's how history is. We read history. We, we've studied history. We talk about it. It's, t- it's a subject <clears throat> because we don't, it's only going to keep repeating itself if we don't learn from the past. So you need to learn from your past and learn from the things that worked and the things that didn't work so you know what is serving you and what is not serving you so that you don't keep carrying the things that are not serving you into the future. And if you're wondering why the heck you can't get to where you want to be, that's because you need to actually think about and be real with yourself about these things. You have to get real with yourself. So to be able to take that new action, you must be willing to look at the past. Okay? But be willing to talk, you know, think about the positive things. Don't just be all glum about it. Think about the things and you'd be like, you know what? This was great. This was a great part of the year. This is what I learned. This is something I accomplished. Or um, this was a relationship that went really well. Or, you, uh, you know, a financial thing or a professional thing or a physical thing. Whatever it might be. <clears throat> or maybe you were just a happier person. Maybe you laughed more and that was it. Great. But what were the things that didn't, didn't serve you? And that you aren't sure you want to carry over into 2024. Honestly, I think that's how we should be looking at it. Is what didn't really serve me? And how can I take that off of my everyday going into the new year? Um, I feel like I've seen this thing going around my uh, this list um, that people are talking about. Um, let me see what it was called. It was like a, a, a do list or something. Um, like a, oh, in and out list. That's what it is. Like what are you, what is coming into the year with you and what is going out? So that is another really good way. Um, but one big thing I wanted to share, and some of you might have already heard this, but, um, you know, you know, with approaching the new year and intention setting, goal setting, whatever, um, is the acronym SMART, S-M-A-R-T, SMART. And it stands for Specific, Meaningful, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. And all of those are things that should help you better define where you want to go, your focus, your goals. It should be specific, not just I want to lose weight. You have to define how much and how you're 
you know, how are you going to do that? Or maybe break it down a little bit smaller. You know, that's the achievable part. You have to make it meaningful. Uh, You have to attach meaning to it. It's basically your why. What is your why? Okay, because if you don't have a why or a meaning, then it's just an empty empty goal. Like it's not going to light a fire under your butt. Um, So, you know, being specific, losing weight, saving money, like how much money? What is it for? Why does that matter to you? You know, all of these things. Um, Making it achievable. So if you're like, I want to be a millionaire by the, you know, by the end of the year. Okay, well, if you haven't even made $1,000 in one month, then let, you know, let's tone it back a little bit and make it actually achievable so that you are setting yourself up for feeling like, oh my gosh, I succeeded. Because if you didn't earn that million dollars at the end of the year, but you did earn some money, like you have to make it so that you are able to celebrate the victories that you are showing up for. And so make it achievable, break it down, smaller increments, um, shorter time frames. Uh, it has to be relevant. So relevant to you. Don't take on other people's goals. Don't take on other people's uh what they're doing and think you have to be doing it because guess what like I said we're all in and out of different seasons of life we don't know where each other are at you you don't need to make somebody else's goal your goal if it's not for you then it's not for you if it doesn't pertain to you your life your season where you're at you know um then it's not for you and it doesn't matter it this is for you specifically and you don't even have to share this with the world like it's not like you have to post this online maybe just have a conversation about it which I do encourage you because it will create that accountability and I think that's something also like maybe in the a part <laughs> accountability like in in order for you to continue on with this you need to make sure that you have people in your space that are semi-aware of the things that you want to achieve and that they should be your biggest cheerleader and that they should be um, there for you through the ups and the downs or just a safe place for you to confine in when it's hard and when you don't want to show up Um, but again relevant making it for you and you alone Uh, and then time bound gotta set a time frame because if it's just like this open-ended thing Um, and again, if you're just putting it in within the year, I want to do this. A year is 12 months, 54 weeks, 365 days. Okay. That's a long time to just say, I hope to accomplish this. So set it for 30 day things, 90 day things, um, whatever it might be for you. Um, you know, maybe losing five pounds in a month. Maybe that that's it, you know, like rather than saying I want to lose 50 pounds this year, like, okay, let's break it down. Um, so make it time bound because that's going to create urgency. You want to create a sense of urgency. So think about those things, write them down, smart, specific, meaningful, achievable, slash accountability. I just made that one up. Um, relevant and time bound. Okay. Uh, from 2023, Oh, one more thing before I, I go into that. Uh, so, you know, obviously all of this is great when you when you think about it and you write it down or you talk about it. But obviously it doesn't happen just by thinking about it or by writing it down, right? 
it only happens by taking the action, by actually doing the do. Easier said than done, right? It's easier to say it all, say say it all, but you know, it's actually doing the work, doing the do. Um, actions speak louder than words, right? And your belief about something, so your belief about your goal or your belief about knowing that sleep is super important, like if that's a goal of yours and you know that sleep is really something you need to work on, um, your belief about saving money, your belief about um, you know losing the weight and what that's going to do, your belief about what eating healthy is going to do for you, your belief about you know whatever it is, whatever you believe requires action in order for it to actually have a form of it in your life, like for it to transform you. So you can believe all these things and that they're good for you, that drinking the water, having the good sleep, getting the workout in, saving the money, um, investing in relationships, being a giver, um, you know, being a, uh, a mom who's not always stressed out and frazzled and anxious. And oh, um, you can believe that, you know, there's something better for you than being depressed or whatever it is um, or meds that you're on or whatever. You can believe all of that stuff, but without actually taking the action, it's never going to take form. It's not going to take presence in your life. You're not going to reap anything. So the belief requires you to take action. And that's what I'm encouraging you, what I'm encouraging myself to do. So our 2023, uh, I actually had shared something at church um, one morning there. on we, Church was Sunday on New Year's Eve. And so we had a service. And so um, our pastor did just a quick little devotional. And then he actually just opened the mic to people that felt led to share just like how God showed himself to be faithful to them um, in the year or just something they learned or um, just something. And so I just, I felt led to share that um, 2023 was kind of a, a breath of fresh air for us. Um, still, you know, it wasn't like, you know, easy, um, which I'm not, I'm not looking for it to be an easy year. It just, it was a breath of fresh air and a reminder of how faithful God is and how he has been to us. And we have had years prior to this, basically from 2019 through 2020, it, it started to kind of fade out as of last year. I'm sorry, um, 2022. Um, things were were getting smoother and easier and in more of a rhythm and and just less hardships. Um, we had gone through a lot uh, for solid three years. Um, and this year it was just like we got to celebrate a lot of things and I got to write that out in our Christmas letter. Um, yeah, it it was we got to you know ring in the new year my son has a birthday three days after the new year um so just celebrating him and then my husband and I had our 10th we had our first decade anniversary which was huge we both turned 30 this past year we welcomed our fourth baby into the world in March and Alex was able to accomplish his professional goal of earning a CPA that became final as of December 20, what was it, 
3rd something like that like just before Christmas well I wasn't sure if it was going to squeak in in 2023 you know you know trying to get back from hear back from people during this time of year but it happened it happened and he did it this was the hardest thing I think he's ever done with having all of these kids and oh yeah so just celebrating that huge thing um and that's only going to bless our family and and give him opportunity going forward um that was that was huge Uh, we had some really awesome summer memories some new things that we did um that we've never done during the summer years uh or the summertime um and then I had my half marathon. I did a PR for that. Excuse me. Uh, I had a awesome race for that. Just felt like I had a really strong um, comeback after fourth baby this year. So that was just really awesome. Just celebrating the the new knowledge that I have acquired with with running and understanding some new concepts and applying them and seeing how they have played out um, in, in my fitness and just ability to help other people, um, along their journey as well. Um, we got chickens this year. That was awesome. Super exciting. Um, so just so many things to celebrate. We got to go to Florida this year and it was not a year. Um, last time we went, it was post COVID for a majority of us that were going to Florida and it was a whirlwind of many of us getting there um but all of us had recovered just enough to make it um some other family members just needed to get there and sit on the beach and heal (laughs) just needed to get somewhere new um and it happened so this year it was nice to not have any of that burden any of that physical uh limitation on anyone and just be able to enjoy it so and our kids were at such fun ages uh, and yeah so just so much to celebrate um and just thinking back yeah it was more it was just refreshing we could take a deep breath um things I I feel that I learned is um yeah just not being so busy I feel like um just I've, I've slowly become more of a homebody since having more and more kids. Obviously, it's just harder to get out the door <laughs> um, at times. But I am treasuring more of the at-home, the things that we accomplish here, the things that we're learning. Um, we homeschool, so we spend a lot of time together. And I think just learning that I, I need to face some more resistance in my life. And I know that's going to kind of go into some of my new focuses for 2024 um but seeing I'm reflecting back on the things that I'm still showing up for and it's not hard and it's not changed over the years and so I actually have to look at what are the things that I keep putting off that I know I want to do but I'm not willing to do it or stay consistent with it and I have to be really real with myself and it's not easy it's not fun I've started to try and have these conversations with my husband about it and and gain his um, 
perspective and be willing to ask for his input even though sometimes I might not want to hear it but it's been really good conversation um but learning to slow down a little bit more to be more present um I really feel that I got sucked into a lot of the phone just the phone world (laughs) the online world um yeah I think I checked out a lot and just used it and scrolled it um rather than creating with it and and I did create a lot and I utilized it a lot for good but when I think back I just feel like man I didn't really need to be on it as much as I was and there are days where I'm just like I just think I need to chuck this phone out the window um no but like delete things um and be okay with not being up on it all uh like how many more recipes have I shared this I don't even remember if I shared this on an episode but like literally every time I save a recipe I'm like Gabby how many more recipes can you save you haven't even made the 50 other ones that you've saved with intentions and then you know now the new thing is comment recipe or comment you know dm me or cookie and I'll send you my a private message with my and it's like oh my gosh why are we doing this because now I'm doing that and I'm getting all these recipes and I'm like just overwhelmed I don't do well when I have too many options and too many choices so that's actually the other thing I was going to say with the SMART acronym. The achievable part is also not putting too many things on your plate. If you have like 10 goals, no. Sorry. You pick one or two. And that's it. You can't do all of it and accomplish it all. You are going to get burnt out. You're going to feel less than because you can't keep up with it all. So you need to make it achievable in the fact that you can only really put your attention into like one or two things solely. And that's really hard for me because I'm like all over the board. Um, But as I think back, the things that aren't hard for me, the things that don't uh, require resistance or they don't, there's there's zero resistance, like, I wake up early, it's not, it's not hard for me, there's no resistance, yeah, there are days when I don't really want to get out of bed, but like, I've done it enough, I'm then so consistent with it, that my body just, it is what it is, I, I have no hard time getting out of bed, I do, I mean, there are days, like I said, that I do, but like, majority of the time, that is not an that is not a place of resistance for me. Making my coffee. That is not a place of resistance. I will happily make my coffee every single morning, no matter what. I will make time. Um, there's zero resistance there. Brushing my teeth, zero resistance. Taking a shower, <laughs> mom life. Don't always get that. There's resistance there. Just kidding. Um, that was a joke. Uh, let's see working out moving my body zero resistance running zero resistance yes we have our days but overall no resistance it's easy to show up for it's not a problem 
homeschooling, that is a place of starting to become easier, but there's still the resistance of a schedule um, and full consistency. I've done really well with my oldest, but now I have to figure out how to implement making time now for more consistent time with my four-year-old, four-and-a-half-year-old. Um, and just figuring out what school looks like for us. Like, it's, there's just, there's so many things with the homeschooling realm, which is, like, a whole other topic. But regardless, um, morning routine, we'll just say that. There's resistance. A morning routine outside of my working out routine. Okay. <laughs> Everything else in a morning routine. It just, there's, sometimes it's just, like, fly by the seat of my pants. I don't, I don't know because we stay home and I stay home and we homeschool from home. So like it's just figuring out like, okay, we unless we have to be to the Y, like that's my one thing that like, okay, we got to get up. We got to get out the door by this time. Everyone needs to be ready. Your clothes are set out the night before. This is the options for breakfast because we don't have time to make anything. So like there's a lot of structure when it comes to that. So like of getting out the door. So when we're not, I need to know that I have boundaries and structure in place and and that's resistance for me. I don't necessarily like to have that. I don't like to be bound by uh, schedule. (laughs) I don't. Uh, And that is an area of growth for me because I know it would help me and free me up and my brain up from so much. And it's so strange because I know it will be good for me. And again, this is the belief thing. I believe it. I know it. But it requires me to actually take action and do the uncomfortable things. So what are you willing to do to make those beliefs a reality for yourself? To start reaping the rewards? Will you start facing resistance? Making your coffee, I'm sure, is not hard. Um, sleeping in your bed and not wanting to get out of bed is probably not hard. There, I mean, or um, getting out of bed is hard. Um yeah, like where where are the places that you are going to meet resistance? So that is so broad. There's so many different areas and aspects of life. It's not just health and wellness. There's, you know, relationships, there's financial, um, just structural things of your day. Um, maybe it's something you want to learn and, or a professional thing. Um, so for me... Um, it's hard for me to sometimes just sit down. And so I know one thing I really want to do, I listen to a lot of audio things and I don't want it to be the excuse that it's because I don't have time to sit down and read. It's because I have kids and I can't sit down and I can't read. I can if I actually don't distract myself with five other things of making some random recipe real quick or scrolling my phone and getting distracted or who knows what actually just sitting down and reading and I really like just the 10 pages read 10 pages it seems super doable and in first I'm like 10 pages I'm gonna get nowhere but I've seen people who have plowed through a handful of books in a year when reading 10 pages a day and I'm like I can do this I I know that I can and so I haven't done it every day but I'm more mindful of it. And if it doesn't happen in the beginning of the day, I encourage my kids, like, hey, let's all have reading time. Um, I'm, I'm thinking, like, maybe in the mid-afternoons, like, hey, let's all sit down. More like when the girls are napping <laughs> and it's quiet and calm. 
and let's read for 20 minutes you know everyone grab a book that they like um and we all can sit down and have our time um so just reading more books i have so many i've bought so many books but my resistance is actually reading them there's no resistance to buying the books <laughs> i'm like a book junkie when it comes to like oh my gosh there's a new self-help book a new a new um homesteading book a new garden book a new health and wellness book yes give it to me all of it and then i i don't touch it and i'm like why 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 don't i is it it's it makes me feel good to buy it it's like that it's the dopamine hit it's 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 things i'm learning about myself that i've realized wow this has just um domino affected over time and now i have all these books that i've not even read so i really want to start to face a little more resistance of the reading having a bit more of a schedule and a routine in our life having a um for our morning like with the boys like kids thrive off of routine and so I really need to give that to my kids um so having that set in place and then um kind of like how to keep our home in order where it's not like oh my gosh I haven't cleaned the bathroom in a month I need to clean the bathroom and then I need to you know do all the things and then in one day I do it all and I feel accomplished but then here I find myself again a month later having not done any of these other items other than like dishes and laundry that are like we can't not do those because we wouldn't have food or plates to eat off of or you know clothes to wear so like those are like the um easier things to get done but other homely thing home things you know organizing areas um going through things dusting vacuuming you know the upstairs uh, just just things that get lost and so I need to have something more a more of a system for my home because I do want to care for my home um in a way that is um not just impulsive and like I just I want it to there to be some order and and it would bless my husband like I want him to know that I care about what he cares about and so I you know I asked him like we're approaching tax season it's going to be heavy time of year he's working bonkers hours we're both maxed out I've got you know the kids and then he still has to play you know the dad role when he's not working but mom is maxed out um because dad hasn't been present totally and I also want to give him a break and so I don't expect really much of him I tried not to and so I I wanted to know what would make him feel um what would help him to see me do that I've not been doing um that would make him happy uh you know just things like that and so as we're just having conversations and, and these are the kinds of things that you have to be willing to hear the um you know he does it in a very respectful way but um constructive criticism type stuff it's not always fun but it's so good in a marriage and I was realizing wow these are good this is a good conversation and we're getting somewhere and I can really hear what um is on his heart and on his mind and will make his tax season feel a little less stressful if I can get my act together with these things that are really not that hard so just that was a side note so you know that's another area um and then just I think being you know and I, and I think this will help actually with with how I feel but a less 
frazzled mom. Like I, I lash out sometimes. I get anxious. I feel overwhelmed as do many parents and many moms. But I want to learn to have more of a calm spirit and how to combat that and be able to recognize it before I act upon the feeling or the emotion and be able to step away for a moment and breathe, um, catch, you know, gather my thoughts um, because our kids watch us and they do the things that they see and they are like monkeys, monkey see, monkey do. And so I wonder why someone lashes out at someone else and it's because they've seen mom do it or like you know if I'm not staying focused on a task then my son is not staying focused because he sees that mom can't even focus on things like she's doing five different things and I'm really good multitasker but sometimes that really nips me in the butt um so just I guess being more of a calm mom who is willing to be patient in the process of parenting because it's really hard when you just want the thing to be over the issue just be like knock it off stop it but like address what's going on and get to the heart of it and have conversations maybe I got to pray with my kid um you know there are definitely moments of when I have to say I'm sorry or be humble enough to ask for forgiveness for how I acted um so there's just you know the parenting world is just man it's like a whole nother level and then I've got times four kids that are watching us and I don't want to have them grow up and feel like they all they remember is a stressed out mom or a mom who wasn't willing to take time to talk through their emotion or get down on their level and and sometimes I do and I'm really good at it but I desire more of that um and that just comes with being calm and less busy and not feeling um like my kids are a burden or in the way of me getting all the things done and I have to be okay with not getting all the things done so um and then just the other thing I think is just my rooted in health business and podcast and things I I struggle with making it a priority because I'll, you know, I'll just be honest like I started this business right as I had my first kid and and so I never fully I was entering motherhood as I was figuring out what being a business owner was at the same time but we knew I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom and we were probably going to be homeschooling and so I never felt the pressure or the burden of needing to make income and and that's never fully been what it's been about here but I've struggled with finding the consistency in the emails in the blogs in the um, resources that I can create it forces me to have to sit down on my laptop or to be a creator and so I really want to be more of a creator and less of a consumer um, and really bring some really awesome things to people through Rooted in Health and cultivate this community even more um, and bring more people together. So, I mean, I don't even know who's still listening right now at this moment. This podcast is going longer. And, you know, I have to just have faith that there are people out there listening to this that it's going to reach the right people. And, you know, um, I, I will eventually get more, um, you know, ears on this podcast, more uh, reviews and feedback and um, just gain a little bit more of a following and an audience. And, and I don't want it to be about having to hit a certain amount, but I think that there's something to be said about just organic growing, and that's what I want, is an organically growing 
community podcast business um, that supports people through their life um, in all areas of just wellness and health and happiness. Um, and yeah, so I, I just, I have to set a definitive goal. So I'm, I, I'm supposed to be revamping my website. So if you're actually trying to go to my website, it's not there. Um, I want to redo it. Um, and I'm very overwhelmed by that at the moment. And I know I can, I just actually have to sit down and, and do that. Um, so there's just a lot of, it's just a lot of content. It's a lot of creating. It's a lot of brain space. It's a lot of sacrificing other things I could be doing to sit down and do this. And that's where I'm facing the resistance is I don't want to maybe sacrifice time that I could be working out or running or sacrifice being, you know, in the kitchen making recipes and, um, things like that, or, um, just, you know, idle, idle time on my phone or whatever, where it's like, no, Gabby, this is the time that you've set aside to sit down on your computer. So that's where the scheduling comes in, where I'm making the excuse that I don't have the time. I know I have the time. Don't ever let the excuse I don't have time get in your way. You have the time. You do. It's all about, is it a priority? And right now I have to choose to make some new things a priority. I have to realize that this season of my life, my kids and my home are more of the biggest priority. My husband's income is beyond just sufficient for our families and our needs and the way that we live. And it's such a blessing, Um, even with a raise. um, I'm like, oh my gosh, like God is just continuing to provide for us. I don't have that burden. I am able to live the dream that we talked about wanting before having kids but I do have this passion and desire to help people and that's what I do through Rooted in Health and so it's not always a monetary gain for me that I want but yet I want a little of you know some of that as I see what other people have done with their businesses um, as stay-at-home moms but recognizing that my season of life is also just really pouring into my kids and not as much my passions um there will there will come a time there will come a time where I will have more of that um time and brain space when it's not so much of the little people needs they will still always need me as a mom um but this season is just it's hard the fourth kid this past year I forgot to comment on that in 2023 really just like threw me like wow like it's not that much harder but it's just another person that needs me and a baby needs you all the time like you know if you're breastfeeding and you know they want to be held or you know oh no they can't get into that and you know they start crawling and then you got to barricade things and then you got to make sure the kids that play with toys don't leave things on the floor and then this kid's melting down and then this brother's picking on that brother and then someone's hungry and someone spilled something and it's like everyone's got emotions everyone's got needs and I have my own and where do I put it all (laughs) So, welcome to motherhood, right? Um, so, yeah, just figuring out what that looks like with my running pursuits and my my, my business pursuits. I, I slightly had a goal of wanting to run. Not slightly. I, I do have a goal of wanting to run my birthday age in miles on my birthday. But I struggle with it because I don't know if, if I'm supposed to have that um, ha- if I'm supposed to be making time for that. 
because tax season is not the time for me to be like training. I've never signed up for any spring marathons. Probably never any half marathons either. I could go run one totally. But if I want to like do well because I like to compete, um, I don't get the ability to just log endless miles outside, be away from home, be away from the kids because my husband needs that time for work. And so it's dark, it's winter, I have a treadmill, but I don't want to log all my miles on a treadmill. That just is boring to me. Um, so I, I am able to get out because he works from home for some runs, but not every morning can I be gone because I don't want the pressure of him thinking, is somebody awake? Um, he's got to stay focused on work. And so like this is just not my time. My birthday is March 29th. If you know anything about tax season, that is the heaviest time. He, he can't even take off for my birthday or his birthday unless it's on a Sunday. That's how it is. It's how it's been since we've been married. It is the thickest of time. We had a baby last year in the thickest part of tax season. That was not our plan, but we did. <laughs> and we survived somehow. Um, him working from home has been night and day. Like that was not a thing four years ago. So it's just been huge in what we've been able to do and what I've been able to do um, with having him home if I need to be somewhere or want to be somewhere. Um, where was I going with that? Um, so yeah. Oh, my birthday miles. So that would be 31 miles on March 29th. End of tax season is April 15th. Does that seem reasonable? Probably not. I could easily go run 15 miles. No big deal. Probably 17 miles. No big deal. But I would need to get some longer training runs in. I would need to get a little bit of speed work in. And while I'm still doing all of that, like, I don't have, I'm not sure I have the time to, like, give and energy. And sleeping a little extra during this time of year sounds kind of nice because I know that once summer hits and all the early mornings and tax season's over, I'm going to want to be up when the sun, it's so light out at 4.30, 5 in the morning. Right now it's just dark and I'm struggling with what to do with that desire um, and whether or not that's a goal. So stay tuned. I guess we'll kind of see how it goes. I have people that are like, I can get you there. I know what to do. I know what you can do. You can do it. All these things. You know, my husband's like, I know my mom would watch the kids if you wanted to do that. I'm like, okay, but it's not just the day, Alex. Like, you know what? Like, that requires me training. <laughs> and that takes mental energy and physical energy away from me and my children. And so just recognizing the season of life I'm in. I realize I'm just processing this on a podcast, but... For anyone who can relate, that it might just not be the right season, and and it's okay. And it doesn't mean that those dreams and desires have to be on hold forever. So, I have huge responsibility and role and 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 a goal of raising my children. That is a huge goal and a huge focus. I'm in the thickest part of it, the most impressionable time of their life at these ages and I got to capitalize on it and I know that I will never regret it and I know that I'll regret if I take time away from that and I steal that all for just a I want them to see a mom who pursues things but I think I'm I'm losing the balance of it like I gotta find that like um lessen lessen some of my desires passions and and put them put them on hold 
think about them, journal about them, you know, slowly go after them, but more of the priority is towards the kids and focusing on that and making um, this time with them solid and, and all of the things. So anyway, with that being said, you know, as you're listening to me sharing, you know, some of the new focuses, I also just want to focus on every day. I heard this and I love it is a no bad day. Like even if it was a quote unquote bad day, it wasn't. It was a day that taught you something. So take each day as a lesson, an opportunity for growth. Like I said, you have history. You have to learn from history so that you don't repeat the same thing. So learn from the day before. Don't carry into the next day what went wrong the day before because you know you don't want to relive that. So no bad days. Just a day of growth, opportunity to make a different decision the next day. Um, it can be a hard day, but don't don't have the excuse of it. it was just a bad day or blame other people for the reason why you can't get to where you want to be. Okay, I want you to go into 2024 just staying in your lane, spending time with people, not on your phone. Focusing on the things that are relevant to the season of life that you're in and taking action. Two things. One to two things only, okay? <laughs> I don't care if that's sleeping and drinking more water. Getting seven to eight hours of sleep and drinking more water. That will amazingly make you feel awesome. Like, that will be great. Maybe eat some more protein in there. We'll add that jack up your protein okay if anything if I can give you just a tip for like health wellness kind of thing is eat 100 grams of protein minimum but for sure more okay because I know you don't weigh 100 pounds I don't weigh 100 pounds you need to be eating at least 0.7 to 1 gram per pound of body weight okay so I just go one one gram of protein per pound of body weight or if you have a goal weight that's how much protein you should be eating your goal weight is 140 pounds, 130 pounds, 150 pounds, you should be eating that much protein. Okay, so there's my quick little tip at the end. If anyone is stuck around at this hour mark, oh, I'm ready for 2024. I'm hoping that we are out of the, the sickness. Everyone else can get sick. We're done. No, no more for us. No more for the flaters. <laughs> but I wish you so much health and happiness and just action. Just so much fire inside of you to take action in one to two areas. Stay consistent in the things that you did well in 2023. Carry it over. Don't lose it. It's probably easy for you. It's a subconscious thing. It's not a problem. There's no resistance. Where are one to two areas that you can start facing resistance and showing up? Maybe you have to pick something each month. Maybe it's a monthly thing. It's fine. Maybe the, it doesn't carry over into the next month, the one thing, but whatever it is. If you want it to last a whole year, then you better start getting real gritty about it. No excuses. And start taking achievable, small, time-bound goals that are meaningful to you. Maybe we'll be chatting more about this on more episodes. But with that, I hope that you guys are having a great start 
to your new year. I pray that this blesses you, that this motivates you, it encourages you. Please share this with someone that you know would benefit from this. For more from me, you can find me at gabby.getrootedinhealth on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Watch my stories. Get on my email list. Don't miss a thing because, like I said, I got to sit my little butt down and get to work on a few more things for Rooted in Health so that I have more um, amazing content for you guys to be able to just um, crush your goals, live life to the fullest, and um, live it well and healthy and happy. So I will catch you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.